Welcome back to Intermission Coverage. It's time for our Unified Bank Profile. And tonight we have a really neat story for you. This is a player who started the 2020-2021 season as a member of the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. But he's taken another turn in life. And he is now a popular musician, one that our players really enjoy a lot. As a player, he was Mike McNamee. As a musician, he's Boston Levi. So, Mike, Boston, thanks so much for spending some time with me. This has been quite the year for you where you started playing hockey and now going into the music path, but this is something you've always chased, right? Uh, I mean, I've always been a little bit of, uh, you know, had the music in me sort of thing. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 20, which is a little bit of a late start, but, um, you know, over the years through my university career and through my pro years, uh, the guitar really went with me everywhere, and it's, uh, it's really taken off in the past 11 months or so. Getting a chance to play in the university level and then going overseas, playing some years there, coming back, like you said, the guitar and the music always follows you. When was usually the best time to do that? Was it typically the best way to wind down, something that you did on off days? When did that kind of be the best time for you to really start to dive into it? Yeah, I mean, in university, it was probably when I was supposed to be doing schoolwork. Um I just pick up the guitar because I didn't want to do it. But, uh, yeah, just days off. And, you know, when you're playing pro, you go to the rink for a few hours in the morning. And then, you know, the rest of the day you sort of have to yourself. So um, it was just something I picked away at. And uh, like I said, I've always really been into the music scene and just how music makes me feel and stuff like that. So um, throughout my pro years, getting able to play for the guys, you know, on different teams, it's been uh, it was a really cool experience. Five different countries and for your playing career. How exciting was it to experience all of those places in such a short period of time? It was great. Um, you know, something looking back on it, uh, you know, as a player, it's sort of comfortable if you get to stay in one spot playing on a team. You know, you know your surroundings and the coach and all that stuff. But uh, I had options and I chose to, you know, go different places and just being able to see the world while doing something you love is, um, you know, something that not a lot of people get to experience. And um, I experienced a lot of different cultures and um, most importantly, I met a lot of guys and a lot of friends that I'll have for a lifetime. And ultimately right now, a lot of people that are helping me out with music stuff and sharing it around the world. What's one of your favorite parts of the travel and getting a chance to see everything? You mentioned making a lot of connections with a lot of different people. Is that pretty much the highlight? I would say so. I mean, um, like you said, Cody Sylvester plays for, for you guys now and uh, we met in Germany and, I would say to this day, he's probably one of my best friends still. And um, just getting that bond with guys that, you you know, you wouldn't normally meet. And um, like you said, being in different countries, you know, I, I've now got friends in Germany and Denmark and Wales and all over the place. It's, it's pretty crazy to think back and just to know that, you know, you've connected with so many people on in that many parts of the world is just a really cool feeling. Yeah, I noticed at the beginning of this year, I did a survey of our players, and you popped up on Cody Sylvester's, Francois Broussard, who was your teammate in Carlton. You've also been followed by a few of our former Nailers and Matthew Mayoni and Riley Brace. What kind of a following do you have from the hockey community? Um, you know, I think, like most people know in the hockey community, it's, it's a tight-knit family. You know, as big as it is, um, you know, once you're in the pro ranks of hockey, um, there's sort of a respect for everybody within it, and I honestly cannot thank, you know, guys I've played with enough and people just around the hockey world enough for the support they've shown me. I think I'm lucky enough to, to have been part of it, and right now it's paying off big time. 
So you make the transition from hockey into music. When did it become really serious where you could ultimately turn this into something big? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, music didn't really start taking off till about 11 months ago. I, I stepped in the studio for the first time with, um, you know, a very famous Canadian musician. His name is Jay Emmons. He's in the Glorious Sons who have done really well for themselves over the past few years. And he's now acting as my manager. And um, we spent the first weekend together in his studio and I think after that, we sort of looked at each other and realized without saying anything, just a little bit of hard work, we might have something. And just with COVID going on last year and hockey being up in the air, um, I dove into music more than I probably would have. Um, and then when I went to Greenville, um, you know, I still love the game of hockey. I miss it every day. It's been a big change, but there seemed to be an opportunity with music that I couldn't really pass up right now. And um so I guess three months ago, I made the big choice, and now that's my focus. So you start to dive into it, and obviously you had the talent, but then there's the next part of it, branding. And you have a logo, because I see it on Cody's hat. <laughs> How long did that process take? Um, it happened really quickly, to be honest. Like I said, these past 11 months have been a whirlwind, and I'm sort of just hanging on for dear life. And um, We got a logo made, and we got a name down, and... Um, it's happened really quick, honestly. It's tough to put into words, and I've had a lot of help. And just with the merchandise alone, a lot of hockey guys buying it from me and now supporting it everywhere they go. So, again, I can't really thank anybody enough. How does the process go when you write your own songs? Like, how long does it take? Where do the ideas come from? It's a tough process, to be honest. I mean, some days are some days the words fly out of you, um, and some days you have a tough time writing down you know, one line sort of thing, but um, it differs in time period. And then once you get into the studio, uh, I think we were lucky enough with my songs. They sort of came out really quick, about a day and a half to two days per song, and we had everything sort of complete. So um, the process has been very interesting to learn, and obviously I'm just getting started, and there's a lot left to learn in terms of writing music, but uh, I think we've, we came out with some good stuff. What about the music that you play along with it? Because you play the guitar, but I also just saw your new video that you just released, Thief, and you have some band members with you now. So that has to be a cool evolution. Yeah, that was the first time playing with a full band. Um, a very cool experience. Uh, I mentioned Jay Emmons before. He's acting as my manager. He was one of the guitar players in that video. The drummer was just a buddy of mine, but I'm hoping to try and get him on, uh, you know, more full time, if not part time. And uh, the bass player, he was uh, technically my sound engineer for the recording of my album. He is an absolute magician on basically every instrument. And then the other guitar player was just another buddy of mine. So uh, we're sort of just uh, gathering guys if they want to be in videos. And as of right now, I can't really play live shows. So having a full band isn't... Uh, isn't the goal as of right yet, but definitely someday I'm going to need one. How'd you pick your genre of music? I think it's just sort of what I've been into, uh, you know, since I started diving into music through my high school careers. Um, you know, I love the alternative, alternative rock and rock and roll scene. And um, I like music that makes me feel something. So ultimately with what I've written, um, my goal is to forever who listens to it. I hope they can just sort of use it as their own. Um, I'm not really good at making up stories. So basically everything you hear is something I've been through or something 
someone close to me has been through, and I, I just try and tell true stories. You mentioned that you can't do live shows right now. Obviously, the Internet's an unbelievable tool to promote what you can do to be able to share your stuff. I know how it works in the hockey world. Your goal is to get as high as you can, whether it be the yeah. AHL, which you got to do, or ultimately the NHL. What's your goal in the music world? What do you hope to achieve? Uh, I mean, if you asked me this a month ago, I would say just try and get people to listen to my music. But um, I'm hoping to try and do something with it. Um, it's, it's a long process. The industry is, uh, you know, there's a lot of bands out there. Like the hockey world, there's a lot of hockey players that you're competing with. And um, But as far as as far as getting out there, I think the team behind me um, that I have is, is second to none. And, um, you know, like I said, the support that I've had from the hockey world and those in my hometown and those that I just went to university with, it's been outstanding. And there really aren't enough words uh, that I can say to say thank you. You had that big project this week with Thief getting released. What else do you have coming up soon that people can look forward to? Yeah, it's a big week. Uh, May 26th, my first EP titled Prophecies comes out. Um, there will be three new songs plus the three that I already released on that EP. Um, and then from there, we'll just see where it goes. Uh, after the EP gets released, we'll get back in studio and we've got some good song ideas for the future. So there's a big week ahead. People can check out your stuff at bostonlevimusic.com, and you're probably all over the social media networks too, right? Yeah, Boston Levi Music on Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm not a Twitter guy, so don't try and look for me on there. But I would say Instagram's the big one, and Boston Levi Music on YouTube as well. There's videos, and then wherever you stream your music, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, it's just Boston Levi. That's outstanding. Is there anything else that you wanted me to cover that I didn't today? <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you having me on. It's uh, Like I said, it, I would never expect this interview to happen, but just the hockey world is sort of uh, showing what it's capable of doing, and I appreciate the support. Absolutely. Mike McNamee, now Boston Levi, former member of the Greenville Swamp Rabbits earlier this season and being able to have great success in the music industry. So great job. And I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. This is a really neat story to be able to tell people something that they may not get to experience, which is a hockey player going on to bigger and better things since hanging up the skates. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's sort of a one of a kind journey and Right now, I'm sort of getting to live two dreams. I played hockey for 22, 23 years, and now I'm going to try and make a living of this music thing. So we'll see how it goes. Outstanding. Mike McNamee, the former Greenville Swamp Rabbit, Boston Levi. Check out his stuff at bostonlevimusic.com. More of intermission coverage next on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.